your Locked On The Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Lockdown Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day every day. We're here for you on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite platform, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. We're there for you every day, no matter where you need us. On tonight's podcast, it is going to be a bit of a vibe check night. Obviously, there is a lot going on with the Jets. Uh, The past couple of games, I felt, have been chaotic, but nothing really seems to compare to the off-ice chaos the Jets are currently dealing with. It unfortunately seems like the Jets are going to get hit by COVID, so I'll talk about some of the potential roster implications, what that might mean for tomorrow's lineup, and ultimately what exactly is going on with this team. I also thought it would be interesting to talk about the fact that Cole Perfetti has been sent down, and, and some general... I would say thoughts. I'm not going to rant about it, but obviously, you know me, you know, I'm a very big Cole Perfetti fan. And for a while, I felt like this team for me hasn't really been moving in the right direction when it comes to how it deals with guys like Perfetti and similarly talented prospects who might actually be more NHL ready than the Jets realize. We'll talk about that and some of the implications longer term and uh, ultimately just kind of maybe discuss where the Jets are and whether or not it's too early to be panicking about the the current three-game losing streak and ultimately, you know, what the fate of the season may hold for Winnipeg. First, though, let's talk about the COVID situation. So everyone knows that Captain Blake Wheeler has been sidelined with COVID for at least four games. I think it could be longer. You know, when you have COVID and you're symptomatic, it really does take a decent amount of time for you to get clear of it. Most people say like two weeks or so is probably the safe barrier, but if an infection lasts for longer than that, Worst case scenario, you know, we might not be seeing Wheeler for weeks on end. I hope that's not the situation. I hope it's a very short-term thing. He's able to recuperate and recover quickly. But, you know, if you've got symptoms and stuff, it's just not a good time. And like I said on my last podcast, I would really want him to focus on his health first and get better and stronger. Don't worry about coming back to the team until you're really ready to get back on the ice. You know, that's that for me is always going to take precedence. Players should always look after themselves and stay healthy. It's good for you. It's good for everyone else. And it's it's going to be good for the team. So that's priority one. The other issue that has now popped up is that there has been a rumor uh, from a reporter that the Jets may be expecting a lot more positive tests. I don't know if a lot more is like a couple of guys, maybe one or two, but it sounds like Winnipeg is apparently bracing for an incubation period to finally start to mature. This was always my suspicion when it came out that Blake had been tested positive is, is, you know, if he has it and he's been around all the guys... Even if you're vaccinated, that's not necessarily a guarantee that you've got immunity from infection, right? So you can catch it and you'll definitely have uh, antibodies that are a lot more resistant to uh, stuff that would cause symptoms, but you still will get it. And I was kind of surprised that no one else had been reported as needing to be isolated and quarantined. Now that it seems like the Jets might be expecting actual positive tests, tomorrow's lineup might be looking kind of funky, man. I think the Jets are going to lose potentially a couple of guys. Um, Cole Perfetti got sent down, so I don't think he's one of the players that is testing positive, at least. If it's gotten to guys like Shifley or Morrissey or Hellebuck or any of the others, that's going to be a problem. 
those guys have all been hanging around together. I'm sure that they uh, they weren't really imagining that anyone actually had it, and so they've been hanging out. They've been through the U.S. and done a, a trip where, you know, they've come to a country that's got a lot of COVID cases. They've gone through a couple of cities. I don't know if any of those cities actually has really high infection rates, but, you know, hopefully they didn't pick it up from anywhere near there. And I think there's just a, a lot of waiting on bated breath for what exactly is going to come out of this. If the Jets have a lot of positive tests and there's an actual outbreak, the Jets are going to have to, you know, basically put out the Manitoba moose or something, but they're also going to have to be careful that they don't actually propagate the virus among the other teams. Scott Billick was musing about whether or not we would see Dominic Toninato, uh, David Gustafson, a couple of other players. I could see Toninato definitely getting in. He seems like a very sensible call-up option. I'm totally fine with that. Toninato is exactly the kind of, like, bottom six player the Jets really seem to love, but the good news is he's actually pretty decent, and I think he could be a boost on the PK. His defensive skill and stuff and his work rates really seem like the kind of thing the Jets need on that that uh, special teams unit that's really struggling. Gustafson would also be a really good penalty killer. I don't know if Maurice would actually trust him with that sort of duty. Um, I think Gustafson is actually one of the more defensively responsible uh, Jets forwards and prospects, period, but who knows if the Jets see it that way. I'm kind of concerned, though, that it's going to start impacting a lot of players further up in the lineup, too. If the Jets start to see guys like, you know, Shifley or Dubois, Ehlers catch it, Winnipeg does not have replacements for these players. If it's Ehlers, that's pretty much game over, because Ehlers is one of the most important transition pieces, and every time he goes out with any sort of injury, it's like the Jets completely fall apart. Shifley going out would be pretty similar. Mark, especially alongside Cop and Connor, has been an extremely important offensive contributor. You know, you can say what you want about his defensive game, but when it comes to scoring goals and creating opportunities for his teammates and himself, he's still one of the best. The Jets, frankly, can't afford any of the, uh, the top-line players to actually get sick. It's going to be unfortunate if they do, and we would hope for a very quick recovery. But, you know, the team right now is dealing with a lot of stuff. I don't think there's as much depth as people are hoping for, in part because the Jets don't really use that depth. I think that's one of the biggest issues I have is if you have all this talent and you're not really making use of it, can you really say you have depth? You actually need to make use of it. And thus far, the Jets haven't called upon it in the way that I was hoping for. So, you know, there's a lot to work with here. I think the Jets are just trying to get through this as as healthily as possible. Obviously, if anyone does test positive and is symptomatic, you know, we're hoping and praying for a very quick recovery. We don't want to see anyone catching COVID and getting sick, so obviously uh, the recovery process would be the most important thing. Thankfully, all the Jets have gotten vaccinated, so I'm hoping that the risks of any sort of long-term impacts are going to be significantly lower, and we'll find out who actually has tested positive. If anyone does, it's still not confirmed. We'll know probably in the next couple of days. We may see some really radical lineup changes, though, tomorrow, especially if a lot of guys start testing positive. It's been a couple of days since Wheeler was isolated, and now that the incubation period is kind of rolling along, I would expect that the Jets, they're going to have some positive COVID tests, and it's going to hit a lot of important players. We'll know more in just a couple of hours, I'm sure, but for now, you know, just hope and pray that it's not too bad and that we avoid any infections. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, speaking of like roster stuff, of course, a lot of uh, Jets Twitter folks and myself included were kind of like disappointed to say the least that Cole Perfetti got sent down and in the midst of all the COVID potentials, I think a lot of people are like, well, are they actually going to have enough guys to dress a healthy lineup tomorrow? I thought I'd spend some time talking about the Perfetti demotion because I feel like it speaks to some issues, core issues with the team that I think long term may not be for the best. Before we dive into that, though, I thought you should hear about why you should be diving into Bilt Bars. 
Are you someone who loves protein bars? Are you tired of all of your favorite protein bars tasting like ash and dirt? Maybe you're ready for a change. And as a fellow protein bar appreciator, I can tell you that Built Bar is your best alternative. It's the only protein bar that tastes more like a candy bar, with a 100% chocolate exterior and a soft, chewy interior. It comes in several delicious flavors like salted caramel, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, and so many other great flavors. Built Bar often releases very special, limited edition, limited quantity flavors that once they're gone, they're gone for good. So stay tuned to their social media platforms and their website to make sure you never miss another flavor. As delicious as Built Bars are, they're even better for you, with most bars clocking in at around 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, and 70 to 18 grams of protein. Built Bars are perfect for every lifestyle, whether you're looking to maintain or lose weight. Placing your order couldn't be easier. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off at Built.com. Place your order today for the best tasting protein bar on the market. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day every day. We've been talking about some uh, not great news for the Jets. Of course, a lot of people are kind of concerned about the whole COVID situation that is currently unfolding with Winnipeg. We're all hoping that everyone stays healthy, stays safe, no one gets sick. But it seems like it's pretty much inevitable that we're going to have more positive tests. In the midst of all that, of course, we also got the announcement that Cole Perfetti got sent down to the Moose, which... Uh, you know, a lot of people are not super happy about. My take on this whole situation is it's better for Perfetti to play somewhere, but I'm kind of disappointed that, you know, throughout this whole process, it never really felt like Perfetti got a great top six look. I can see arguments for and against giving him the shot. If you're against the notion of Perfetti playing in the NHL, you know, the argument here is that he'd be better served playing as a center with a moose and getting top line minutes, which, you know, there is merit to that argument. Obviously, you want him to play center and and certainly learn how to develop his skill sets at the pro level there, but here's where I kind of feel like Perfetti maybe doesn't need to worry about that so much. I honestly think Cole can basically be used anywhere, and he's the kind of consummate professional at his age that you don't often see with kids. I honestly think Cole is just built differently compared to a lot of other players his age, and you can tell his maturity and stuff in the way that he's already set up a charity foundation, he conducts himself with the utmost professionalism, at least publicly, you know. Uh, From what we can tell, he seems like he's just as good as they come, and from what I've heard from people who have been around him, he seems like a great person, and he seems like he's almost perfect for what the Jets need when it comes to off-ice conduct, conducting yourself as a professional at the NHL level, and he seriously has like this relentless drive to improve himself and become better and stronger, which I think really showed when he came to preseason and kind of slapped around the competition. So, for me, the reason that he really needs to be up is that, let's be honest, the Jets' offense right now, it's decent, at times very good, but by the same token, it's just that there's a couple of pieces missing. I honestly think what Perfetti does so well is that when he's inside the offensive zone, Aside from being like a genius passer, he's kind of like this linking player. You know, he may not be the swiftest when it comes to getting up the ice, but once he's inside the offensive zone, his lateral movement, his vision, his his understanding of space at such an intimate level, his incredibly good stick work, his passing, I mean, all of these elements make him such a multidimensional threat. And that's before he even starts taking shots. When he starts shooting, I mean, that kid has an unbelievable release. Perfetti really is designed to play at the pro level, even if he looks smaller and maybe doesn't skate as fast as somebody like, you know, Nick Ehlers or some of these other top-end players. I can assure you it's not really going to be an issue for him. 
He will chase the game at times because he is still getting used to it, but I think that's one of the biggest things that only playing at the NHL level will you improve at these things. I think he has to be tested against real competition on a regular basis that he can't quite get with the Moose. The AHL is a great league, don't get me wrong. It's very competitive, it's one of the best leagues in the world for a reason, second best to the NHL, but by the same token, you also know that it is a tier below the NHL, it's less organized, the talent quotient is lower, it's very scrappy, and honestly it might be even physically nastier. If you want Perfetti to really hone his skills for the NHL, I feel like he has the type of skill set and mindset that thrives more if you place him with the Jets. That top line with Cop right now certainly is capable, but if you add Perfetti to that whole mix and you have Ehlers and, and Shifley and Connor, Perfetti, Dubois, all these really talented players working together on the top two lines, I think you're going to see a massive difference in Winnipeg's ability to score even strength and on the power play. As it is, they have a lot of talent, you know, working for them, especially at even strength, but we've seen that the power play, it's a little bit mediocre. Part of that's just because the lineup construction continues to be suboptimal, and I've talked about that at length, but, you know, the other thing is, I just feel like the Jets aren't as good as people suspect they are. I still rate them as a very good team on paper, but the biggest issue with it is that there are a lot of, I would say, uh, conditions on that being true, and also the fact that, you know, the, the talent isn't nearly as jaw-droppingly amazing as it was several years ago. All these other teams have gotten better. So, in relative terms, the Jets probably are more middle-of-the-pack than people realize. Now, middle-of-the-pack for the Jets is actually still pretty darn good. I mean, they've got a very potent offense, and they have a lot of tools on the roster that they can utilize to make the most of it. But continually, we see the Jets turn to veterans who maybe aren't as impactful or a step behind. You know, I, I know that running Blake Wheeler out there 20 minutes a night seems like a great idea to the coaching staff, but he's just not that player anymore. And then last night, we had Bolu drawing in for Perfetti, and Bolu played, like, what, four minutes? If you're not really going to ice him either, I, I just don't get why you wouldn't give Perfetti the shot to make an impact. You know, that game, yes, the Jets scored a lot of goals, but it was a very chaotic situation, and I felt like if you had somebody with a passing envision of Cole Perfetti, you might have been able to take advantage and score even more. And unlike Connor's lazy play on that offsides, I tend to think Perfetti is a very hard worker. He's constantly moving, but he tries to do his best and ensure that he doesn't get caught on really silly stuff. That drive to do your best and be a constant winner, I think, is the sort of mindset that the Jets really could use more of. I think in a lot of ways, Winnipeg has been a little bit complacent over the last few years. I know that they've been frustrated, and, and certainly they know that they can be good, but they just haven't been at that level. So if you bring in talent to really push this team, not only is Perfetti going to improve, but the rest of the guys around him might really start to push as well. It can have a whole knock-on effect, and I think this team really needs some kind of like a moral victory and confidence boost because right now it just feels like the team is kind of running through the same motions again. That is going to lead into a much larger point that I have about whether or not we should be concerned about the Jets' current start. Obviously, it is an 0-2-1 start, good for one point out of six, which isn't actually that much in the grand scheme of things, but when you're looking to kick off the season, not exactly a great run of form to lose to two rebuilders and then, you know, blow a 5-3 lead against the Wild. Before we talk about how the Jets have been losing, let's talk about how you can win with BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. 
Into another sport? No problem. BetOnline has your back with European football, soccer, NASCAR, MLS, MLB, NBA, every kind of sport imaginable is at your fingertips. Go to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From all your favorite sports right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the safest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. So start your winning path today. Sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and don't forget promo code LOCKEDON at registration. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We've talked a lot about the recent events with the Jets, and I thought it would be worth talking about whether or not it's fair to be upset about the uh, the current state of the Jets and the direction of the team after the first couple of games. Now, a lot of people will say, well, it's just a few games, right? And in isolation, yes, in a vacuum, that is true. It's only been three games into the season. We have the home opener tomorrow, so if you look at short sample sizes and stuff, Yeah, it's not too bad, right? It's not like everything with the Jets has been 100% terrible. There have been some brighter spots in the way that the Jets are trying to play a more up-tempo game, they're looking to create more offense from the back end, and they want to play faster and more aggressive. That part, I kind of like. But the, the issue is, when it comes to the lineup and stuff, as it is right now, it's just not really suited to how the Jets want to play. If you've got Blake Wheeler eating up 20 minutes on the first line, you've got deep pairings that are maybe not suited for one another. Looking at you, Morrissey Schmidt and Dylan Pionk, those pairings, I don't think they have a lot of chemistry. Um, it's it's going to really make a lot of this up-tempo stuff very difficult. You know, if guys don't really understand their assignments, they don't know where they're supposed to be, and oftentimes they get caught just chasing up the ice, you're going to find yourself in trouble. This was part of my concern about benching and then sending Perfetti down to the Moose. I know that he does need to play, but by the same token, I would rather him be playing with the Jets because I feel like when you look at his skill sets and how Maurice is asking the team to try to be more aggressive, he's like an ideal fit. But the problem is, when it actually comes to brass tacks and you see the lineup, it's not really suited to any of that. Last night's game against the Wild, even though it was a loss, I felt that there were a lot of positives in terms of uh, how aggressive and fun the team was. Like, it was a bad game, right? 100% very sloppy, very uneven, um, some some questionable goaltending, some sketchier defending, but in terms of the mindset of how the Jets approached it, until they got to Cop's goal, that is, I felt like it was positive. It was the right way for how I want the Jets to play. If you know you can't defend, then just test the opposing goalkeeper as much as humanly possible. Stretch the play. Go up and down the ice. Create lots of offensive looks. Don't be afraid to cheat a little bit here and there. And have fun. Winnipeg should be thinking about run-and-gun hockey as probably their lead, I guess, approach. I mean, if you're if you're looking to defend and try to be a really defensively stout team, that's just not how this team is organized. Winnipeg's back end is made for puck movement, and it's going to be a lot faster than it was last year. Dylan and Stanley, for me, might be more of the exceptions to that, but they can still carry the puck and move it up the ice, so, you know, I'll, I'll kind of give it a pass this time, but overall, I just think, looking at the way that the lineup should be set up, this team is really equipped to be fast and fun. Where I, I kind of have this struggle is that the Jets continue to be, I would say, a little bit too careless with stuff. Some of the D-reads and stuff haven't been great. Some of the lazier plays from the forwards I, I didn't really care for. It just feels like the Jets have this issue where oftentimes 
they'll switch off. And when they switch off, they're basically a welcome mat. The Wild really deserved to be tied even before that last minute or so of the game. They were the better team for almost the entire third period. After Cops scored the fifth goal, it was like the Jets just thought, we can pack it up, we're done. That sort of mentality and lack of pressure for me is going to get the Jets in trouble if they don't, you know, rectify this kind of stuff. And this is an issue that's been with the team for years. Uh, the special teams issues, also an issue for years. The only reason the PK didn't look that bad last year was because Connor Hellebuck was on another level. With Helly having a slightly more mortal stretch over the first couple of games this year, it's obvious just how many flaws there are on the special teams units, in particular the PK. And I just feel like the Jets haven't really done enough to try and fix it. They need to work around the lines a bit once Wheeler's back and healthy and all the other guys are certainly healthy as well, because as it is, the lineup hews too closely to all the stuff that got the Jets in trouble over the last several years, and you might say, well, they've made the playoffs, and it's like, yeah, but were they actually cup contenders? Heck no, this team was not that good. But they're like a few key swaps from being really good. I think that this team has a lot of potential on paper. I've said that before, before this season, before the losing streak, and I still believe it. I still think that if you rearrange some stuff, this Jets team will be fun to watch, but until that reorganization happens, Winnipeg is going to struggle. So when somebody tells you it's only a couple of games into the season, I look at this entire record of Maurice's coaching career and what his decision-making has been, and I say, I don't think it's too early to be a little bit concerned. If anything, it's just continuation of certain trends from previous years. You have to be willing to accept that the priors are going to continue to be issues unless something really changes. The previous history doesn't get erased just because it seems convenient and you have a new season. All the stuff that happened before and last year certainly informs what happens this year. So for Jets fans, just understand if, if you're thinking it's only a couple of games in, you still should be a little bit concerned if you're seeing the same patterns from previous years. I'd be curious to get your thoughts on how the Jets have done so far. Be sure to let me know at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. We'll be back tomorrow with some thoughts on the game for the home opener. I'm hoping that the Jets don't disappoint us, but let's be honest, I'm not really expecting much either. For tonight's podcast, though, that is going to do it. Thank you for making Locked on Winnipeg Jets your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all your favorite platforms, so go out, subscribe, and listen. Thanks so much for listening, have a great night, and go Jets go!